Listen to God's Word for July 4th. Today's reading includes Jonah 3 and 4, 2 Kings 15, and 2 Chronicles 26. May God bless this reading of His Word. Jonah 3 Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh, and proclaim to it the message that I give you. This time Jonah got up and went to Nineveh in accordance with the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, requiring a three-day journey. On the first day of his journey, Jonah set out into the city and proclaimed, Forty more days, and Nineveh will be overturned. And the Ninevites believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. When word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne, took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he issued a proclamation in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, let no man or beast, herd or flock, taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink. Furthermore, let both man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and have everyone call out earnestly to God. Let each one turn from his evil ways and from the violence in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent. He may turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw their actions, that they had turned from their evil ways, he relented from the disaster he had threatened to bring upon them. Jonah 4 Jonah, however, was greatly displeased, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord, is this not what I said while I was still in my own country? This is why I was so quick to flee toward Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion, one who relents from sending disaster. And now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Have you any right to be angry? Then Jonah left the city and sat down east of it, where he made himself a shelter and sat in its shade to see what would happen to the city. So the Lord God appointed a vine and it grew up to provide shade over Jonah's head to ease his discomfort, and Jonah was greatly pleased with the plant. When dawn came the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant so that it withered. As the sun was rising, God appointed a scorching east wind, and the sun beat down on Jonah's head so that he grew faint and wished to die, saying, It is better for me to die than to live. Then God asked Jonah, Have you any right to be angry about the plant? I do, he replied. I am angry enough to die. But the Lord said, You cared about the plant, which you neither tended nor made grow. 
it sprang up in a night and perished in a night. So should I not care about the great city of Nineveh, which has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and many cattle as well? 2 Kings 15 In the twenty-seventh year of Jeroboam's reign over Israel, Azariah, son of Amaziah, became king of Judah. He was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem fifty-two years. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. The people continued sacrificing and burning incense there. And the Lord afflicted the king with leprosy until the day he died, so that he lived in a separate house while his son Jotham had charge of the palace and governed the people of the land. As for the rest of the acts of Azariah, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Azariah rested with his fathers and was buried near them in the city of David and his son Jotham reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah's reign over Judah, Zechariah, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria six months, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord as his fathers had done. He did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. Then Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against Zechariah, struck him down, and killed him in front of the people, and reigned in his place. As for the rest of the acts of Zechariah, they are indeed written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. So the word of the Lord spoken to Jehu was fulfilled. Four generations of your sons will sit on the throne of Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah's reign over Judah, Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king, and he reigned in Samaria one full month. Then Menahem, son of Gadai, went up from Terza to Samaria, struck down and killed Shalom, son of Jabesh, and reigned in his place. As for the rest of the acts of Shalom, along with the conspiracy he led, they are indeed written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. At that time, Menahem, starting from Terza, attacked Tifsa and everyone in its vicinity, because they would not open their gates. So he attacked Tifsa and ripped open all the pregnant women. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah's reign over Judah, Menahem, son of Gadai, became king of Israel and he reigned in Samaria ten years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and throughout his reign he did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit. Then Pol king of Assyria invaded the land, and Menahem gave Pol a thousand talents of silver in order to gain his support and strengthen his own grip on the kingdom. Menahem exacted this money from each of the wealthy men of Israel, fifty shekels of silver from each man, 
to give to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria withdrew, and did not remain in the land. As for the rest of the acts of Menahem, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Menahem rested with his fathers, and his son Pekahiah reigned in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah's reign over Judah, Pekahiah, son of Menahem, became king of Israel, and reigned in Samaria two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. Then his officer, Pekah, son of Remaliah, conspired against him, along with Argob, Ariah, and fifty men of Gilead. And at the citadel of the king's palace in Samaria, Pekah struck down and killed Pekahiah, and reigned in his place. As for the rest of the acts of Pekahiah, along with all his accomplishments, they are indeed written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azariah's reign over Judah, Pekah, son of Remaliah, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria twenty years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. In the days of Pekah, king of Israel, Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came and captured Ijon, Abel-Beth-Meacah, Genoah, Kedesh, Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, including all the land of Naphtali. And he took the people as captives to Assyria. Then Hoshea, son of Elah, led a conspiracy against Pekah, son of Remaliah. In the twentieth year of Jotham, son of Uzziah, Hoshea attacked Pekah, killed him, and reigned in his place. As for the rest of the acts of Pekah, along with all his accomplishments, they are indeed written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the second year of the reign of Pekah, son of Remaliah over Israel, Jotham, son of Uzziah, became king of Judah. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. His mother's name was Jerusha, daughter of Zadok. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Uzziah had done. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. The people continued sacrificing and burning incense there. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the house of the Lord. As for the rest of the acts of Jotham, along with his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days the Lord began to send Rezan, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, against Judah. And Jotham rested with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David his father and his son Ahaz reigned in his place. Second Chronicles 26 All the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. Uzziah was the one who rebuilt Eloth and restored it to Judah after King Amaziah rested with his fathers. 
Uzziah was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem fifty-two years. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God throughout the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines, and he tore down the walls of Gath, Jabna, and Ashdod. Then he built cities near Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabs living in Gerbael, and against the Meunites. The Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread as far as the border of Egypt, for he had become exceedingly powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, the valley gate, and the angle in the wall, and he fortified them. Since he had much livestock in the foothills and in the plain, he built towers in the desert and dug many cisterns. And since he was a lover of the soil, he had farmers and vine dressers in the hill country and in the fertile fields. Uzziah had an army ready for battle that went out to war by assigned divisions, as recorded by Jael the scribe and Maaseah the officer under the direction of Hananiah, one of the royal officers. The total number of family leaders of the mighty men of valor was 2,600. Under their authority was an army of 307,500 trained for war, a powerful force to support the king against his enemies. Uzziah supplied the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, armor, bows, and slingstones. And in Jerusalem he made skillfully designed devices to shoot arrows and catapult large stones from the towers and corners. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was helped tremendously so that he became powerful. But when Isaiah grew powerful, his arrogance led to his own destruction. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God, for he entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Then Azariah the priest, along with eighty brave priests of the Lord, went in after him. They took their stand against King Uzziah, and said, Uzziah, you have no right to offer incense to the Lord. Only the priests, the descendants of Aaron, are consecrated to burn incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have acted unfaithfully. You will not receive honor from the Lord God. Uzziah, with a censer in his hand to offer incense, was enraged. But while he raged against the priests in their presence in the house of the Lord before the altar of incense, leprosy broke out on his forehead. When Azariah the chief priest and all the priests turned to him and saw his leprous forehead, they rushed him out. Indeed, he himself hurried to get out because the Lord had afflicted him. So King Isaiah was a leper until the day of his death. He lived in isolation, leprous, and cut off from the house of the Lord, 
while his son Jotham had charge of the royal palace to govern the people of the land. As for the rest of the Acts of Uzziah, from beginning to end, they are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. And Uzziah rested with his fathers, and was buried near them in a field of burial that belonged to the kings. For the people said, He was a leper. And his son Jotham reigned in his place. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.